you are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spurs on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, and thanks for tuning in once again. The San Antonio Spurs recently uh, are having a new change in the guard position. In is DeJounte Murray, and off on the bench is Tony Parker. That's right. The longtime Spurs point guard is now coming off the bench and has paved the way for young DeJounte Murray to take the reins and take the Spurs into the future. To discuss that and so much more, I am joined by News 4 Spurs Zones Spurs writer, sorry, that's like a mouthful to say, Michael Rehom. Uh, Michael, uh, were you saddened by the news that Parker was going to the bench and Murray was going to take the lead now? You know, at first, yeah, Jeff, but then I was okay with it. You know, it wasn't wasn't sad too long. Yeah, exactly. Um, in case you did not hear Spurs fans, uh, it was in a recent game where it was revealed that Greg Popovich, the head coach for the Spurs, pulled Parker aside and told him that it was time that it was time for Murray to uh, lead the future of the Spurs and Parker to take a back seat and come off the bench. And in a not-so-shocking response, Parker had zero issues about that. So that's what Michael Rehome and I are going to discuss today. Is We're going to put Parker in the spotlight. You know what Murray can do. You know his future is bright. You know there's a lot of upside. But I think it's time that we take a moment and give Number nine, a round of applause. So what Michael and I are going to do, we're going to talk about our two takeaways about Parker's actions. And um, Michael's going to give his two thoughts on uh, Tony Parker uh, doing a solid for San Antonio. And uh, Reho Mouse kicked things off. And the first thing that popped in my mind was class. What a classy move by Tony Parker. You look mm-hmm. around the NBA landscape. You look at a guy like J.R. Smith. I mean, what did he do when Dwayne Wade got the nod to start over him? He threw a fit. He was so upset, and he caused so much turmoil among the Cavs, and that he had to have his starting spot. He made, he was a big baby about it, and Dwayne Wade was like, "Fine, you want it, take it." You don't see that out of Parker. You didn't see that out of Parker. What you saw was right. an individual just simply say, "You know what? Not a problem. If I got to do it for the team, let's do it." And wow, what a classy move! Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, that just shows how much respect that you know he has for Greg Popovich as well. You know, and then you know Tony putting his, I guess, stardom aside and just you know paving the way for Dejounte to take over the team because we all know that this is his team. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be his team to run for years. So he's got a lot of upside, and you know, kudos to Tony for doing what he did. Yeah, a big kudos for Tony Parker and a, a class move. You look in today's NBA and it's all about me. Am I making the All-Star mm-hmm. squad? Uh, am I perceived as a bad guy in uh, Oakland, Kevin Durant? Um, am I being picked on by the <laughs> NBA refs, Draymond Green? Not Parker. Not Parker. Mm-hmm. Parker was willing to swallow his pride, do what he had to do, and if it meant giving up his longtime starting job, so be it. Why the betterment of the team? And I think that's what's being lost in all this is how Parker was so focused on whatever it takes to make the team better. Let's do it. Look, there's precedent for this. Rehome, 
Tim Duncan did it in his final days. He was coming off the bench. He didn't have any problem. He was letting mm-hmm. Marcus shine. Right. Pau Gasol last year, he came off the bench. Mono Ginobili's he could have started on any squad in his illustrious career, but he continued to come off that bench. Parker's just simply right. doing the same thing, and that's what I like about this organization. And Parker summed up how classy the team is in that one act. All right, uh, Rehome, what is your first takeaway from uh, Parker's um, willingness to come off the bench? I, I mean, I, like I said before, I, I like that you know he put everything aside for the team. You know, and he honest, honestly, Jeff, he's doing, he's playing really well off the bench. You know, in just three games. Uh, Parker's averaging just under 13 points a game. You know, mm-hmm. he's got five assists, but he, he's still getting 20 minutes. So he's not losing, you know, that many minutes as he was as a starter. I think mm-hmm. he was, like, under 22 minutes a game. So his scoring has gone up. You know, his assist number has gone up just a, a tad bit. But really productive, 12 points against Indiana, 14 against Cleveland. Memphis, you know, he had 12 points. Uh, All-around classy guy and, and just being productive off the bench as much as he was as a starter. Yeah, you saw what he did versus Cleveland. You saw what he did versus the Memphis Grizzlies uh, recently. Uh, you, you know, double-digit mm-hmm. scoring and both games, you know, providing a steady hand. And I like what I saw. And look, let's just face it. You know, this is a young man's point guard league right now. A few exceptions here like Chris Paul. But all in all, it's Steph Curry, Westbrook, Harden, Thompson, uh, and then you got the up-and-coming kids, Dennis Smith Jr., Donovan Mitchell with mm-hmm. Utah, and and Murray's part of that new crop of uh, young point guards that are coming. So, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure old man Parker, 34 years old, is like, you know what? If Murray <laughs> wants to deal with those guys on a starting basis, so be yeah. it. <laughs> All right. All right. You uh, know, Murray's his uh, length is gonna, you know, is gonna. I'm sorry, Jeff, his length is gonna help. Murray's length is going to help, you know, on on that uh, in that position as well. So, but like you said, Parker is more than willing to give that spot up for Murray to compete with those younger younger guys that are coming out right now. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, so let me go ahead and give you my final takeaway uh, before Michael Rehom does, um, and that's this. I mean, Parker. Let's face it, a big reason, another reason why he decided to come off the bench is because he's coming off a leg surgery. He had um, a massive injury, you know, words were floated out there like career-threatening. I mean, it was pretty severe. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, he came back uh, like a tornado in his recovery, and he made it ahead of schedule. And he, re- he admitted part of the reason why he's okay coming off the bench because he hit a wall, and he expended so much energy on recovery that it taxed him and it caught up to him and it came at a good time for Murray to start. My takeaway is Parker, I think he's smart. I think it's a smart move. It prolongs his career. Think about it. Mm-hmm. He says he wants to play till 40. That's his goal. All right, he's six years away from that. Still quite a while. But <laughs> he now has a luxury of taking some minutes off his uh, slate uh, per game prolonging that career you know if Murray's hot and they don't need him to, to play as much and maybe 10 12 minutes here fine you know, just to give him a blow but I think this is a smart move and I think this speaks to Parker's intelligence not all, only does it benefit the Spurs Murray's got to learn sometime throw him in the fire might as well 
but it's smart in his mind mm-hmm. that he's going to prolong his career, and I think it will do it. I think the added rest, the added time off, the the less pressure for him to deliver as a starting guard is off his shoulders. He can relax now, and hey, you know what? And and I hope you're going with this in your final take, but uh, I know that you know Michael. But as far as I'm concerned, who wouldn't want to have, or what team wouldn't want to have? A four-time NBA champ, a previous Finals MVP, um, and a, mul- uh, a multiple All-Star guard coming off the bench for any squad. I think the Spurs, Parker, they went in this uh, situation. I oh, know. I, I agree with you. I mean, it's you know we're kind of you know spoiled to to have a veteran as Parker, mm-hmm. you know, to come off the bench. You know, even if it is Dejounte's not playing well, Parker could you know still go more minutes than, mm-hmm. than Murray, but uh, yeah, just to get that during leadership and you get to see the offense, you know, it, it moves a lot smoother when Parker comes out. A little boost of energy as well. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen that the, over the last three games, but I saw that, you know, that once Parker comes on, that unit just gets that extra gear, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's working out right now over the last three games. I know it's only three games, but it, it's it's looking pretty good right now. All right. Uh, Riho, what is your final takeaway and uh, I guess your final praise maybe of Tony Parker and his move uh, to come off the bench? I just love the fact that he just he still plays at such a high level, Jeff. I mean, he just comes out and, and does his job. Not trying to outdo anybody, but just plays the way Tony Parker has played all these years with San Antonio. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You know, he's, he's still playing at a high level and, you know, he's yep. still contributing. He's still making shots. He's still penetrating. He, you know, all in all, you know, he's still looking spry despite his age at 34. Now, I guess I know 34 is young yeah. outside of NBA, but for NBA standards, that's kind of already in the backside of your career. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, yeah, it's it's allowing him maybe to read the defenses more, uh, allowing him to learn how opposing teams' defenses are guarding the guards, defending the guards. Right. So I think it's a huge benefit for uh, the Spurs and you know Rehome when you look at this you just gotta wonder like why don't why don't NBA free agents want to play in San Antonio seriously <laughs> I mean what mm-hmm. Parker was willing to do if he was willing to do that for a teammate imagine a new teammate coming along I would love to be play alongside yep. Parker and the class that is San Antonio exactly I mean you you, you said it right on the head Jeff mm-hmm uh, your final thoughts uh, before we put a wrap on this episode of Locked On Spurs? I tell you what, I mean, it's what a move by Pop, you know, and Parker just said, you know, go along with it and, and not putting, making a big deal about it. Murray is stepping up, you know, for his last three games. Um, mm-hmm. I think as a starter this year, he's just under 10 points, seven rebounds. I mean, the kid can rebound the basketball, you know, mm-hmm. from that guard position. I mean, he's so long. You know, but over his last three games, Jeff, he had, you know, eight points against Indiana, that huge game against Cleveland where he had mm-hmm. that double-double, 19-10 against LeBron, you know, LeBron James, and we saw them go head-to-head a little bit. But, I mean, they're both taking it in stride, man. It's it, For Murray to be as young as he is and handling the pressure, because, you know, there's a, lot, a big deal of pressure on him right now, but for him to go out and handle it, I, I mean, kudos to the both of them, because I know Parker's a big mentor to Murray and, and – you know, if anybody wants to see him succeed, it's, it's got to be Parker. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, think about this, too. 
the luxury that DeJounte Murray has to tap into a guy who's seen it all, done it all, and is Hall of Fame bound. You know, if, if, if he's just hitting a wall, Murray, that is, you know, trying to figure out uh, team defenses, you know, hey, you know, Parker's there. If he gets sick and tired of Popovich yeah. telling him what to do, Parker's there. Uh, you're, you're seeing Parker just take a new role as a mentor. And I think, you know, Popovich, I'm sorry, Parker taking a new role as a mentor for Murray is only going to help the Spurs again because when Parker does decide to hang it up, Murray's going to have that wealth of knowledge with him to carry into the future. Yeah, yeah so that's pretty much my final thought on uh, Tony Parker. Again, I, I think he gets lost among the big, the, the original big three in San Antonio. Everybody praised Duncan, rightfully so. Everybody's praising Ginobili in what could be his last season, and rightfully so, but lost in the shuffle has been Parker and what he's done for this franchise. And even at this moment, he's still doing what's best for the team. So way to go, Parker. Proud of you. You know, you're just as going to be missed when you decide to hang it up. But those are our thoughts on uh, Tony Parker and uh, his latest uh, move to help the Spurs. Uh, let me know and let Michael Rehom know what you think. You can email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Uh, Rehome, tell how the fans how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, you can email me at michael.rehome at gmail.com, or you can also follow me and uh, reach me on Twitter at Michael Rehome. That's it, simple as that, at Michael Rehome. Very easy. All right, so for Michael Rehome, I am Jeff Garcia, and he and I are going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>